This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Everybody, welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees on 729 AM. You are joined with me, your host, Zoe George, and I am joined on Zoom by my wonderful, fantastic co-host, Inga Stoffels. How are you doing, Inga? Good evening. Good evening, everybody. And good evening, Zoe. I am doing amazing. I'm fantastic. And I am just happy to be on air with you all tonight. Honestly, it's going to be such a fun, fantastic show. We've got some cool What's Down in Cape Town. It's a nice, groovy movie. A fun, fun guest that you guys do not want to miss. So stick around until about 20 past 7, which is when the interview should start. But Inga, how has your weekend been? Well, my weekend has been good. I've just been, you know, inside with my family. We went to the beach. My mm. oh, my daughter had her first experience when the waves Aww. like crashed over her feet. And she was looking almost like, what's going on? But she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it so much. We enjoyed it. And it was really good. Man, oh, what about tr- you, Zoe? She's a true Cape Townian now, if you ask me. She's gone <laughs> to the beach and experienced everything. My weekend was pretty, you know, chilled. I've just basically been uh, alone a lot. You know, I finished my exams and kind of just decided mm. I wanted to take a step back and just be alone. So I haven't done much. I didn't do much this weekend. Just went to church. Nothing out of the ordinary. If you guys want to let us know how your weekend was or what you did this weekend, you can WhatsApp us at 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081-729-1657. Now let's just listen to a classic here on 180 Degrees. It's called Hope is Alive by New Hope Oahu. And then we'll just go Mm. into the what's down in Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town! And it is 8 past 7 o'clock, you guys, and we are currently in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show after just listening to that fantastic song, Hope is Alive by New Hope Oahu. We have three fantastic, fun places you can potentially go to this December holidays because, as you know, you know, it's pretty... The weather's actually kind of weird now that I think about it. Don't you think so, Inga? It's kind of weird. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. This is typical Cape Town weather. Must know. It just never gives you a straight <laughs> answer. But we do have a beach here. I'm just going to read you guys three different things you might want to do this December holiday. So the first one is you can spend a day at Landidno Beach. On Landidno Beach, you can find a picturesque strip of white sand beach. And it is hugged between two large boulders, creating the perfect space for groups of families and friends and avid surfers who want to spend their days lazing in that Cape Townian sun. The sunsets are unmatched, while the water is unfortunately 
ridiculously cold i've heard i've never actually been but i want to go one day maybe i'll go this december who knows yeah you definitely will zoe you definitely will and i'll be having my eye on your statuses you know what yes i will tag you the day <laughs> i go actually like the deer park <laughs> that was still such a fun place i want to go back there but to hike because when i went there the last time we didn't hike but it has a lovely trail you can find Landidno Beach on Victoria Road in Landidno, Cape Town, Seven Bureau Road in Bakkenhoven. Yeah. Next, you can go e-biking and wine tasting in Franschhoek. Now you can also ride an electric bike through Franschhoek's vineyards for a taste of the country life, bikes and all. This is a three and a half hour tour that starts at the Huguenot Monument where your guide will show you how to use your bike so you don't break it or any of your limbs. And then you head off into the winelands, avoiding any main roads and stopping at the Grand Province, the Country Kitchen and the Glenyard fa- Wine Farms along the way. This, fine, this wine farm is open from Monday to Sunday from 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. I guess they take a bit of an hour break because then they close and start again at 2 to 5.30. It costs about 885 rands to rent this scooter, but it's a let in these load shedding times, you're going to probably pay a pretty ridiculous penny for some electricity. Lastly, we have the option to explore the West Coast National Park. If you want to experience the raw, authentic outdoors and that side of the Western Cape, the vast West Coast National Park is where you want to do it. In addition to the endless natural beauty, the area boasts a string of secret beaches, two of which are must-visits, namely Crawl Bay and Preak Stool. I hope I said that correctly. You guys know I have not done Afrikaans since high school four years ago. <laughs> so please bear with me. All good, Zoe. All good. <laughs> yeah. The dreamy turquoise stretch of water at the Crawl Bay forms part of Zone A, which is a multifunctional section of the Langaban Lagoon, where visitors can enjoy everything from kite surfing to wind skiing to fishing kayaking, snorkeling, supping, boating, and of course, swimming in the amazingly crystal clear waters. This place is open all week long from seven to seven. Yeah. And it costs about a hundred rand for adults to enter, 50 rand for children to enter. However, if you have an ID, it is a little bit cheaper. Actually, I think the price I just mentioned applies to foreign mm. nationals. South Africans who have original IDs will pay 66 rand if they're adults or 33 rand if they're children. You can find it at the West Coast National Park between Isafontaine and Langaban on the R27. And yeah, those are the three things we have planned for you guys this week. We're going to have some more next week, but let's just head on straight into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 degrees. Time to watch the movies. So welcome to the groovy movie section of the show, you guys. We have a nice, fun one planned for you guys. I'm quite excited for it because it was from a movie I watched very young. It came out years before I was even born, but it was already an established classic that was then remade Mm. i think in 2020 i believe 
and yeah it featured a lot of big names i will say the movie the remake the live action was very <laughs> underwhelming but uh, that's all i'm gonna say i wanted to say zoe i feel <laughs> like that's enough <laughs> yeah it is but you know what the crazy thing is they've been remaking so many movies into live so actions true. so true and i'm like we're tired you know <laughs> like <laughs> i'm enjoying it but we want to see something keep it classic exactly it's a classic for a reason you guys leave the legacy untouched so if you guys have any idea what this week's groovy movie is it is a classic so i really really hope you do please whatsapp us the name to 081-729-1657 i repeat 081-729-1657 now listen up. A mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a king of beasts with quite so little hair. I'm gonna beat the main event like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, working on my roar. Oh, thus far, a rather uninspiring thing. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. You have rather a long way to go, young master, if you think... No one's saying do this. Now, when I said that... No one's saying be there. What I meant was... No one's was... saying stop that. No one's saying see here. Now, see here. Free to run around all day. Well, that's definitely out. Free to do it all my way. I think it's time that you and I arranged a heart-to-heart. Kings don't need advice from little horn bills for a star. If this is where the monarchy is headed, county out, out of service and out of Africa, I wouldn't hang about. This child is getting wildly out of wing. Remember, guys, if you have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, please WhatsApp the name of the movie to 081-729-1657. I repeat, 081-729-1657. Now let's listen to Brave by Clarice Peterson. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Zoe on 180 Degrees. So we just listened to Brave by Clarice Peterson, which was a fantastic song, you guys. It was. It sounds very local. I don't know if you think the same as well, Inga. I do, I do. I was actually thinking, do I know this name? Yeah. I might, but yeah. I feel like I'm not I may quite have, sure. Yeah, I feel like I may have gone to high school with someone like her. She's just, it's very homegrown. But before we played <laughs> that song, we had another song for you guys that formed a part of this week's groovy movie. And I hate keeping you guys in suspense, and you know this. So I'm just going to give you the answer straight. This week's groovy movie was I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King oh, 1, because they're like three different it. Lion Kings. Yeah, we had quite a few people guessing it in studio, out of studio. It was fantastic. All of you guys who guessed correctly, give yourselves a pat on the back. You know, good cinema. And if you guessed that this is not the original audio from the original movie from like 1991, but from the remake, the underwhelming one, unfortunately, that is also some bonus points for you guys. Give yourselves a pat on the back. You really, really know Disney Channel. That's great. You're just like me. Yeah, let's go straight on into the interview section of the show. We have a fantastic guest in studio, and I'm so excited to start this. So, Inga, would you like to um, give a short introduction for our guest? 
We have our beautiful, beautiful guest in the studio with us tonight, Miss Monique Leon, Mrs. Monique Leonditz Lang. Good evening, Monique. How are you doing tonight? Good evening, Inga. It's so good to be here. I'm excited to be here. I'm doing well. I'm blessed. Awesome, awesome. I can hear the excitement in your voice and it makes me excited for tonight for this whole topic that we're going to be speaking about, you know. So tonight's topic we're going to be speaking about is working in the medical field. And Monique, the first thing I want to ask you is what is it exactly that you do for a living? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so um, I am part of a management team in the healthcare field. Uh, we are a 378-bed hospital, and I do believe that my title, which is Support Services Manager, is actually my vocation because I love supporting, I love turning processes into progress. So that is what I do for a living. Wow. And working in the medical field is such like an interesting career path. Is this what your first choice for work was? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh it my. is indeed interesting, very interesting. No two days are the same, but it's definitely not what I planned. What I I wanted to be Miss World when I was young. <laughs> oh, I can't blame you there. That is that sounds so exciting. Until I realized it took a lot of hard work. You need to shave your legs. You Oof. need to do all the makeup and everything. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that is a lot, especially shaving in winter. I know. <laughs> Oh, so that was your first choice, being Miss World. Yeah. And after that, I, <laughs> when I realized I couldn't do that, you know, I decided, um, let's go study science. Mm, so what? I opted mm. for um, analytical chemistry. Wow. My dad said to sure. me, child, you are not, you can't be an engineer. You're not smart enough. And I was like, yeah. I will show you. <laughs> I'm going to go do mm -hmm. it. And I did it for two or three whole months. <laughs> 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 and then oh my I realized, no, this is not for me. It was at Cape Tech at the time. And Cape Tech at the time was half English and half Afrikaans. And maths was hard in English. Oh my. Maths in Afrikaans, I just couldn't even grasp. So yeah. I was like, no. Ekkani. <laughs> I went to go study Bachelor of Science then. So actually, I got a qualification, Earth Science, Geology and Geography. And that is actually what I am. <laughs> Wow. Sure. I, I can't even grasp maths in English, let alone of the You see? You see? <laughs> I can't even proclaim to in anything there. I don't know I don't know how I would survive <laughs> a, a maths and Afrikaans. <laughs> oh my. So so Monique, you know, you are now in the in the medical field and you've been working there for quite some time. What are some of the challenges that you that you've, you know, come face to face with working in this field? Well, you know, um, I think every day, and this is the one thing that I realize, I've been there for over eight years now. It's my longest job ever. Mm. It's so, um, it changes all the time. There's always some a different challenge, always a new challenge, something that you need to either um, do for a staff member, for a patient, you know, for a doctor. So it's, it's really fast changing and at the same time so engaging. Engaging. There's many policies we always have to either implement. There's always some new either illness, um, so oh. virus that we need to look or take 
care of or you know we need to clean for or we need to make sure it does not infect anyone else so it's it's very challenging on that level and i think that's what keeps us also engaged and um yeah extremely um happy with what we go to do every day because you go home feeling wow i really did my best today yeah. and i changed a life today mm-hmm. regardless of whether it was a baby that came into the world or whether it was an older person that got healed you know it's just it's awesome yeah because you have to work with human beings and their health on such a personal level i feel like every day like you said every day is different but every day also you like you said you can directly see how you have made a difference in someone's life and that must be just so satisfying honestly because like not to say any job is more important than the other but like to genuinely have some people are just meant to work with people and to help other people and to you know change lives not everyone is meant to be in the medical profession not everyone cares about people like that so to see yourself in that field and to actually help people that must be so satisfying it is um in the sense of i don't work directly with the patient yeah but i work with the processes that impact the patient yeah. you know so mm-hmm. when the porter comes in that's the first person you see but it's also the last people person you see when yeah. you leave how important is that person right i work with the cleaners mm. you know mm-hmm. the kick the catering they make you experience you know if you're on a medication yes your food tastes different but still the presentation makes a difference to the way you perceive it yes cleaners don't only yes. clean for aesthetics they clean for health purposes so those people Mm. that i work with really do make a difference at Mm. the end of the day or in the background and i like that it's the on-stage off-stage disney thing you know we're off-stage but yeah but um, then like the show mm, won't work to go around without you exactly yeah it's just like you're like an unsung hero in the background people (laughs) don't necessarily see but you're so important yes So I would like to ask, given these strange times we're living in, you know, we just have like a little pandemic. There's just like a tiny minor flu, basically, that's going around. Has this, you know, flu basically made your work environments more tough in any way? And if it has, in what way? Gosh, yes. (laughs) You know, on the one hand, it has made us realize how important we are. Because being called essential Mm. services is amazing. Being needed like that every day is amazing, but mm-hmm. it always also the impact is so not scary, but the trauma that many of us experience mm-hmm. because you are seeing, literally seeing people come in and not leave. Yeah. We are having yeah. to adjust processes. We are having to adjust um, everyday things that we used to take for granted. Now we can't do anymore. You know, we've have, we have to constantly assess not only the environment, but the way we interact with one another and the patients. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely mm. given us a, um, a sense of purpose, but also it has become quite an isolating experience yes. for us um, yes. as a team yes. and in the hospital. And the vicarious trauma that a lot of our staff are experiencing is, in, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I imagine mm. so many people are probably... Like, I feel like everyone, maybe a, a year or t- two years ago, you may not have known someone who had passed. But now I feel like everyone has been touched by someone who has died, maybe not because of COVID, but something similar to, to it or like as an indirect result of it. Like, I know someone who mm. was so stressed out about the possibility of contracting COVID that this person actually had a heart attack, like an anxiety attack. And unfortunately, sure. she's no longer with us. So I can just... Imagine, and then also not being able to be as close to the patients, I can imagine, because I haven't been to hospital, you know, ever, but I imagine that 
with all the social distancing and everyone having to wear masks and sanitize, mm. that also affects how much you can interact with the patients and even with the other people working. And maybe perhaps there has to even be less people yeah. in the hospitals because, yeah. you know, they have to fit into a certain number of people in a room that's true that we would have to um, a lot of processes we actually put on hold mm-hmm. when we are in a lockdown or we when we on, are in an official surge we would then mm. cut our day cases for example so that we don't we have less people in the hospital so there's less interaction obviously our covert wards are full specific protocols for those which are different to normal when we used to just have normal patients in the hospital, yeah. we turn our wards into completely different COVID wards with different procedures. Um, I remember my Trust. son was hospitalized last year, my eldest son. Yeah. And he, we were traumatized because we, my husband couldn't actually go with him into the easy because mm. only one person allowed. Yeah. And then he was hospitalized and we couldn't go and visit him because yeah. he was in, while he was under investigation, while they were waiting for his um, COVID test, they put him patient under investigation. Yeah. So he's in the COVID ward. And um, we couldn't see him. And my husband literally parked outside mm-hmm. of the hospital knowing, and we called him to say, listen, we are there. So if you if you want to wave to us, you can. But other than that, we can't come and see you. And yeah. it was quite, it's quite traumatizing mm-hmm. for families, yeah. you know? Yes, yes. No, definitely. And that's also something I wanted to add. It's something quite different that we need to get that, has become the new norm because in the beginning of this year I lost my grandparents a week after each other Mm. so when my grandma found out that my grandpa had passed away she wasn't really they actually went for a nap they took a nap and when she woke up and then he was gone Mm. and then a week after that she was put in hospital and none of the family could see her in that time. And, you know, I want to also ask Monique, like in terms of, of that, not that I'm saying family can heal, but would you say that having your loved ones around you does kind of help with the healing or does kind of bring a certain, you know, aspect to a person's recovery? Yes, um, it definitely does. Just having that, um, I think that presence with you, makes it makes mm. a difference but obviously um, hospitals during this time they make certain uh, rules not for um, not for for you know to, to, to make sure that you're not gonna heal to make yeah. sure that you're not yes, going to yes, be yes. happy or emotionally satisfied it's for the greater good yeah. and obviously yes, if no, we definitely. allow somebody you can't allow a COVID patient to get a visitor because yeah. you're putting mm. everyone else at risk you know and yes, so yes. I think we have to be very innovative in our processes and the way we approach it. Like, yes, the iPad does not, it does not compensate for the touch of a loved one, mm. but at least you mm. still get to see the face yeah. and you get to hear the and voice. And hear the voice. Mm. Yeah. Um, rather than not seeing anyone, mm-hmm. um, yes. you know, because it's obviously true. not everyone's near a window. When you're yeah. near a window, it's a little bit easier because the patients actually get um, their family members standing outside, praying for them, waving to them. Mm. Putting, they, they actually put little hearts or oh. little notes on the window, you know, but not everyone That's is so fortunate true. to have yeah. that. Yes. So I think it, it's yes. hard also for people in hospital management because we know that the healing touch does make a difference but we can't Mm. also allow it because at the end of the day we don't want to become a hotspot yeah that's so true yes no that's true and And have you have you ever 
have you ever had like felt unhappy in your workplace? Yes, I have had many days of frustration or anger or, mm. you know, where um, something didn't go right because it is, it is, it's almost inevitable in a place where, pe- where you work with people. We yeah. don't work with robots, yeah. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> people come with their baggage from home and they mm. bring it with them. And as much as we say, leave what's happening at home, at home, it's not easy to do. We can't yeah. all compart- yes. compartmentalize like that. But mm. we have an amazing service at our work. We've got a psychologist and a psychology department uh, with social workers. So um, when you have those moments of frustration, you literally just make an appointment. You go sit on that couch and you get sorted. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Really good. That's great. It's really awesome. So those moments, I promise you, um, our psychology department is phenomenal. I think we are very mm. blessed to be able to have that. And it's a free service. Oh, wow. And is it like unlimited sure. sessions? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Because then like, they're not only taking care of your physical side but also your mental yes. side which is often neglected yes. so true and we have a wellness committee i'm on the wellness committee at one point we were actually doing pilates classes <gasps> at work pilates that's a thing <laughs> wow oh my that yeah but amazing. of course covid uh yeah. Has that affected the, the, yeah, side, the def- Pilates and side pilates? Definitely. We have, not, we, um, we have not been able to do Pilates classes at all. Um, our psychology department has been more involved now in the sense that they are so much more accessible or they have to be so much more accessible because more people need them. Yeah. They've got an SMS line yes. now. They were handing out little packs with a number on it to say, call us if you need us. Um, mm. So mm. they are so needed at this point in time uh, the, the service is really completely it's so yes. valuable mm. and i always say that's actually the the good thing that the pandemic has brought because i mean in churches in workplaces there's so many new things that have been thought of and new things that have been made accessible you know yeah. a different way of doing things but but a way that works mm. and yes. i always try and look at the positive side of what the pandemic has brought yeah Definitely. I mean, those, um, okay, yes, we're all so tired of Zoom, but at the end of the day, you realize that that little meeting. <laughs> it's so funny because Inga's actually on Zoom right now. <laughs> but it's so much more, it's, it's, it saves petrol, it saves yeah. time, it saves, you know, yeah. it's, it's really a, a great way of touching mm-hmm. base and not having to go anywhere. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, a simple, how we've turned WhatsApp into making on-call groups yeah we are now management has to be accessible so we're accessible 24 hours a day yeah um seven days a week because we're on call groups now on on whatsapp um the different ways of working we've actually worked started to work smarter and not harder Mm. yeah yes that's one of the beautiful well i hate to call the pandemic beautiful anything about it but the way we like you've said the way we've adapted in many different aspects in churches and Going, you know, SMS lines, not making it more accessible. I'm even thinking about my university, like a lot more. I go to UNISA and we it's distance learning. But now because of the pandemic, a lot more classes became accessible through teams. So Mm -hmm. it's really good that people Mm -hmm. have been able to take what they could from this pandemic and still, you know, come out shining in different ways. So I'd like to ask if there are any challenges that you have faced in the recent times that you would like to discuss with us on air? Oh, well, um, I would think initially that initial shock yeah. for me was quite um, 
traumatizing, I think, mm. working in an admin, I'm in an admin role, so I'm not even, a, I'm not clinical. But for me, going to a place where um, you know people mm. are going there with yeah. this virus that everyone is talking about mm. and everyone's so fearful of, I will be honest with yes. you, initially, I was really scared about it. Yeah. I used to get anxiety thinking about, I have to go to work and, mm -hmm. oh my word. And I found myself one day, I was saying to my husband, I actually found myself when I walked through the passages, I'd be <gasps> instinctively <laughs> holding my breath. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, breathe it in. Oh, and I, then I'd get to my destination and I'll go, what's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> you know, all the clinical <laughs> stats, you know how it's spread. What is wrong with you? But it was that initial shock of, yeah. oh my gosh, this is what we have to deal with. You know, yes. and eventually um, you got used to going and, you know, put on a brave face and mm -hmm. because you need to do it not for yourself yeah. only, but not for your family only, because you need to do it for your team members. Yeah. For those who report to you, mm. you can't be fearful when, because everyone was feeling yes. the same kind of anxiety. Yeah. And we implemented these amazing check-ins that we were doing um, with the team mm. regularly. How are you feeling today? What is it on this meter? Is it red? Is it blue? Is it okay? Is it anxious? And eventually, mm. oh, I love that. With, yeah. the, with the processes that we had put in place, we actually realized, no, we're okay. I realized, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is like, it's, it's going well. We're in control. We're doing the right thing. We put the right measures in place. So it made you feel yes. at ease. Yeah. Wow, your workplace seems That's to amazing. adapted so well in many different aspects. Mm. I mean, it's a hospital and like you guys, you know, doctors tend to study this, tend to. They actually do study <laughs> these things so they would know the best <laughs> route to go. And it's so nice to know that our medical profession professionals are being so well looked after because they are yes. at the forefront of COVID. Like you said, like yes. they're dealing with these people head on. And, you know, they also have feelings, they have emotions, they have fears, anxieties. Mm. They're just, you know, brave. And it's, it's amazing that they are looking after you guys. I remember last year when, you know, people would come up and like clap for the essential workers. And you guys really were just so deserving of that because of the good service mm. that you do to help contain the pandemic. I think one of the most exciting things I remember we did as a team was our hope video. We did one of those little yeah. videos where everybody holds a little, you know, word yeah. or something. And we did one together oh. as a hospital. And then, of course, we did the Jerusalem. <laughs> Right. I was just going to say, I think we're going to say the Jerusalem. Yes, after that, the earthquake started happening in Cape Town. But I mean, <laughs> Mark Lottery still makes a joke about it because everyone was doing the Jerusalem. Yeah, and then the world, the earth just shook. <laughs> but it was a lot so, of fun. So, Monique, yeah. the, the final thing, you know, with all of that said, if there's someone out there that is listening right now, do you have any word of advice or encouragement for them who would like to pursue a career in the medical field? Oh my goodness, yes. You know, it was something I never even considered. But like I said, it's like the longest job I've ever had because it's so, it's such an evolving field. It's so exciting. People are always going to need medical and health care. Mm. It is one thing that mm. is a given. And I think that if you're passionate, if you want to make a difference, if you want to live with purpose, it's definitely a field you need to mm -hmm. explore because you won't be sorry at all. I mean, you don't, when people think medical field, they always think nurses and doctors. Yeah. They don't think, yes. I, I remember when I took this job, my eldest son said, <laughs> because I was working at the Cape Town Film Studios and I was the studio manager and that was an extremely exciting job. Yeah. You know, my son got to be in movies and there was food wherever in arm's length. <laughs> He loved that. <laughs> and he said to me, oh, 
gotta go work in the, <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> the lady that was there before you worked there for like 20 years. What oh are gosh. you gonna do? And I said, Kaden, I don't know because obviously they think only doctors and nurses, then it's like really important. Yeah. And I have not yeah. been bored one day in my life. There's so many different facets of the job. I mean, they need financial people, they need administrators, they need porters, drivers, security. It's such a amazing, possibly unexplored field for kids at yeah. that mm. school. Mm. So I would say go and do some research, even maybe spend a day at a hospital and see where you'd like to fit in, because there's definitely yes. a place for you to fit in. Mm. Wow. Thank you so, so much, Monique, for that. And I think that's the thing. People think hospital, they just think doctors and that's it. Mm. And there's no place for me because I didn't study medicine. Mm. Whereas, like you said, there are many other areas that need that way, you know, that are needed, where mm. employees are needed. But thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really enjoyed this interview and having you on air with us. It is my absolute pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I love <laughs> chatting to yourself and Zoe. There's so much life and fun. Yeah, you were and you brought it as well. You were the one that brought the life and the fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies. That's so true. Now let's just head on into the mystery Bible quiz section of the show. Matthias 6, verse 26. Kijk naar die wilde voels. Hulle saai nie en hulle oes nie. En hulle maak nie en skure by mekaar nie. Jylle jimmelse vader sorg vir hulle. Is jylle nie baie meer waard as hulle nie? 180 Degrees on I Am Youth Movement. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. I, I, I enjoyed it. Same. Wow. So, and I think the, 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 the best part for me was hearing the support mm, that they are getting. So true. They're like within, within their workspace. Mm. And it's, it's not kind of like a, okay, it's your problem. Deal yeah, with that. Yeah. It's more of a, how can we help each other? How can we stay checking in on each other? And I think that's amazing. So true. It was very, very reassuring. Yeah. So let's just head on into the Bible quiz, y'all. Definitely, definitely. So, guys, tonight's Bible quiz question goes like this. Who commanded the sun and the moon to stay still? Yes. And bear in mind, y'all, it actually stayed still, you know. It legit for like a day, I think. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> so if you have the answer to that question, you can say, you can WhatsApp us your answer on 0817291657. Your answer, I'm going to give you a little bit of a clue. Your answer can be found in the book of Joshua. And I'm not going to give you the chapter or the verse, but I'm just letting you know. It can be found in the book of Joshua. Hmm. So you guys get out your e-swords, get out your Bibles, get out your Google. And while you're busy Mm. trying to think up or find the answer, listen to Psalm 92. It is good by Paul Belosh. You guys are going to love this one. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. 
Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Ah, good evening and welcome to the Happy Health Tip. I'm sorry, I tried to start that off differently, but I have to say that yes, chocolates are the true source of happiness. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm just going to give a few wellness tips for you guys tonight. Number one, take a probiotic daily. Maintaining a healthy gut has significant impacts on digestion, skin health, immunity, mental health and more. Number two, eat real food. (laughs) Okay, what does that mean? (laughs) Aim to eat real food that's made of whole food ingredients. You would have, sorry, that is made of whole food ingredients that you would have in your own kitchen or pantry. Food that your grandmother would recognize. That's Mm. real food. (laughs) (laughs) So number three, stand up every 30 minutes while working. Reduce the harmful effects of sitting like if you have a desk job or if you are just behind the computer the whole day, by standing up and moving around for a minute or two every half an hour, your blood flow regulates and it kind of just keeps your brain, you know, active. Hmm, Number good four. One. Good, good. That That is a good one because I, I've actually felt that. I don't know if you felt it in an exam room. Yes. Oh but my I know if those days where I'm not writing, but mm-hmm. I still have to be in there as a study session. Yes. And then when it's break time and I just feel, I just feel refreshed after that. Same. Like my brain needed oxygen. Honestly, that's, it, it, it'd be like that. Mm. Number four. I love this one. Get sunlight every day. Vitamin D is one of the most important nutrients for overall health. And sunlight is one of our best sources of it. I love sunlight. And if it's healthy for you, go for it. But also, not too much sunlight. Remember, the one thing I want to remind you guys about happy health tips. These tips are all good in moderation. Never too much of something. Because too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah, like we get you guys want to like stand and like be healthy and live your best lives. But always remember that you need to try to follow the tips as closely as Inga says. Because... She yeah. knows what she's talking about. She doesn't want you guys to hurt yourselves. And keep, yeah, keep the balance, you know. Number five, Zoe's favorite one. <laughs> Fill your home with houseplants. Mm-hmm. Houseplants help to cleanse your indoor air. It's very And true. they are pretty. And research even shows that they can improve your mood, creativity, and problem solving. So That's true. just what research shows. Mm-hmm. I have quite a few houseplants in my house. My parents have accused me of trying to turn the house into a jungle, but I am just telling them <laughs> I'm doing it for their health. Plants like the peace. Zoe of the jungle. <laughs> Must know. My surname <gasps> is George for a reason. I was just going to say, George of the jungle. Uh, you Coincidence? Know, was, I think not. It was made for me. <laughs> if you guys want like some specific plants that are really good for the air, the peace lily and the snake plants are two really good plants that I have and they've really cleaned the air and they're super easy to look after. The snake plant in particular, you can quite literally forget about that one and it'll just stay there rewarding you by cleaning your air in any case. Zoe George, everybody, a resident (laughs) botanist. (laughs) Number six, sweat every day. 
So aim to sweat in some way each day, whether it's running, biking, dancing, yoga, or any other physical activity that you enjoy. Make sure that you sweat every day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you have to do hectic things in order for yourself to sweat. So it it says your tips and tricks for building regular physical activity into your daily life. You can actually download a fitness planner, mm. and you can use that one to outline your own custom fitness plan to stay on track. So sometimes the things we find on the internet, we can customize it to our own. And by customize, I don't mean make it work for us <laughs> in a way of two lunges. Mm-hmm. Every two Three weeks. <laughs> no, man. Come on now. No. <laughs> but those are the happy health tips for tonight. And just like that, we are at the end of the sh- another show. Exactly. It's like five minutes to eight. The time really just flew by. I feel like I blinked mm. and I was just in the beginning of the show waiting, anticipating. It's crazy. Literally. But before it feels we like forget, I just said hi. Yeah, legit. Before <laughs> we forget, let's give these guys the answer to the Bible quiz. Yes. So, the Bible quiz question went a little something like this. Who commanded the moon and the sun to stay still? The answer was Joshua. You know, after I gave you the <laughs> reference, I was like, oh, okay. But it's just act normal, act natural. And the answer was found in Joshua 10 verse 12 to 13. No, true. Like it could have, it quite literally could have been potentially like a prophet that was mentoring him. Like to someone who may not have read, they may not have known that. It wasn't a dead giveaway. Mm, That's why, that's also what I thought. I was like, okay, be cool, be cool, be cool. Just because it's in his book doesn't mean it was him. Exactly, exactly. Oh, but that's great. All you guys who guessed that correctly can give yourselves a pat on the back. You guys really paid attention in Sunday school and it's showing off. It's You can see it. It's amazing. Definitely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for just connecting with us every Monday. Yeah. So we're going to see you guys again next week. We can't wait for the show mm-hmm. to go live. But as for now, this has been 180 Degrees signing out. Signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.